guys, and welcome back to Stemming with Tea. I am here today with my first ever guest. <laughs> her name is Tyla. Yes, her name is Tyla Knowles. She is a biochem major at the University of the Bahamas. She is a 2017 graduate of St. John's College. For those of you who are Bahamian or of Bahamian roots, you know where that is. You know which school that is. And we are here to talk about a number of things, but one of the main thing is her experience as a STEM major, challenges, issues, concerns, and as a university major with challenges that um, she's facing with this COVID-19 pandemic. So we are going to be talking about those stuff and more. Don't panic. It's simple. <laughs> so, first of all, um, if you want to, you could briefly just add to any introduction that I've just provided. If you anything you want people to know about you, um, besides what I said. Well, you mentioned almost everything. You mentioned my major. Um, however, I don't know if you was going to ask, but. In the future, I plan on continuing my studies and not just keeping my bachelor's degree in biochem. I plan on either going in medicine <clears throat> or dentistry. I'm not sure as yet. I'm trying to figure out which one I'm leaning more towards and which is more needed in the Bahamas. So, yeah. Okay, well, now, now that we are already on the topic of your major or your future plans for your major, um, what made you decide um, to choose the major that you're in at the moment? Okay, well, generally, you know, in high school, when you go to counselors, they try to guide you on a path that fits more your description of what you want to do in the future. So they're telling me that biochem is a general degree that I can use to start off in order to get to med school. And fortunately, or in a way, unfortunately, that's all that the University of the Bahamas has to offer. So in order to get a ground or a foundation in what I would like to study further on, I just picked biochem because like I said, it suits best for the career. However, I like medicine because I am quite interested in science, obviously. Um, I like helping people and I just find that to be a very interesting career and something that I don't mind pursuing. Okay, so you you um, said a few things that caught my interest. The first thing was that it was referred to you by your guidance counselor, the suggestion of doing biochem. But before, yeah. yeah, so before that suggestion was made, what other career or what career you, careers you were considering um, prior to that? Um, prior to that, I was considering teaching. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> teaching, psychology, um, and somewhere within like exercise science, mm -hmm. more so like a chiropractor, mm -hmm. because that's what I did my um, work study. I did it with a chiropractor, so that I, I found that to be quite interesting. So that was my top three careers before medicine, I'd say. All right. So on that note, what made you deter from those options? Um, honestly, <laughs> the main component was the money. <laughs> I 
I mean, we just being honest, yeah. Yeah, the main component was the money, and then I learned that I do not have a patience for teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just said, why not go for the highest? Because I get be a doctor and still be a chiropractor if I choose to, or still do psychology on the side, getting a you know another degree in psychology. So I just decided to go for the main one and the highest one first. All right. Um, the second part of what I found interesting about your se- um, statement, you said, fortunately or unfortunately, um, biochem is the only, I uh, guess not the only, but when it comes to um, general ed courses for, or general ed um, degrees for medicine, that is all that they had to offer. You care to expand on why you said fortunately or unfortunately? Okay, um, I say fortunately because it still gives me the opportunity to study what is needed, my legislative main components. So I still get to cover physics, bio, psychology, and the um, main courses that's in those subjects, you know, like um, histology or immunology and stuff like that. But it's unfortunate because a lot of persons um, study in biochem, they're not you know, they're not interested in pursuing either medicine or dentistry. They want to do either cosmetology or like, I mean, dermatology or pharmaceutical. So it's a it's a wide spectrum, but it's not really as detailed as what is being needed for them as opposed to where some international universities actually offer either pre-medicine or pre-veterinary or pre-pharmacy or, you know, things like that free dentistry and all but that's why I say it's unfortunate because that is the only thing that is being offered but it's fortunate because we still are able to get a ground grounded in um, education on most of the classes that we will need as prerequisites to get into our further studies. Okay um, so since you kind of dive into one of my question, other questions which was going to be what, ch- what are some of the challenges you face as a biochem major? Um, you partially answered it, some of it already, um, but outside of that, what other challenges you you think bio sorry biochem majors face, um, and specifically with or in the University of the Bahamas or at the University of the Bahamas? Okay. Um, well, at the University of the Bahamas, I think the biochem fields isn't too challenged because like I say because it's so broad we have basically all the courses needed we have all the I mean we certain levels of chemistry and stuff I would say lack lecturers mm-hmm. because let's just say um for example bio 350 what I'm in now it's one section because we have one teacher for it so if you're unable to get into that section then you have to wait the next semester to do it you know, my chemistry class, it was, well, my personal class was canceled this semester because it was a lack of, you know, participation and a lack of lecturers. So they had to cancel the course because it wasn't enough. So stuff like that, I would say, is a challenge for students at the University of Bahamas with biochem. But generally, it is quite okay not as much challenges now in the Bahamas with the biochem degree it's challenging because there are not many jobs we can get with that you know we have persons who have that degree but they are either working in a bank or in a um in a sorry 
in a health insurance um, job industry yeah, or like they're just working places that has nothing to do with their degree because we don't have enough job opportunities for that so I think that's something the Bahamas itself can work on because not everybody wants to go to med school you know some persons are fine with the biochem degree so they could open up more labs or find different ways that they can incorporate for biochem majors all right um since you already started to speak on some of the solutions to those challenges um i would further go ahead with that and ask um what steps do you think either if it's government officials schools um, the education system anybody who have influence in reference to um careers or aspirations for young people what um tools or anything you think they could implement to one keep make students more informed about their decisions and or to help them to be better prepared for careers in the future okay um well Oh, wait, you can repeat the question, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, the first part of the question is what basically what would you recommend to government officials or anybody who have to deal with um, young, young adults and preparedness for the future? What would you recommend to them to? help young people to be better prepared in their careers for the future basically so that's the full question okay um i think the governments i'm not sure if they do i'm quite sure they probably do but i'm not aware of it not just but, the government but any like any agency health yeah healthcare yeah so this is yeah this is what i'm going to say right now um like i said i don't know if it's me who it's if it's a personal thing or if it's just generally what they can do is because like i said if they are um having events out there then it's not being advertised enough in my opinion because i'm not aware of it so if they are having any job fairs or any seminars in relation to biochem um to show how we can use our degree then they need to do better on advertising it um, I don't see anything being advertised at UB, which is, I think, something that should be because that's where the students are. That's where it's being studied. Mm-hmm. So they can have not just because UB has seminars and, 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 you know, field days, but it's not really job wise. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they can um, host a seminar, like I said, in relation to biochem majors and show them how we can utilize our degree um, with fields are out there for us and you know just widen our spectrum and widen our knowledge about it um the government can also if they are that interested they can have an analyst or so looking at whatever fields are being um, occupied by persons with biochem degree internationally and try to incorporate it nationally Mm -hmm. you know see how it's being used and and see how it can benefit us as the young people with that degree and and how we can use it because um, I work at a hotel and there's a lady that was asking me about, you know, school and all that. And she was telling me how there's so much different, she's in America, so many um, different career fields. And I was shocked to see that biochem can be, biochem can be used that diversely. I, I did not know at all. So I think they should look into it more because it can be used in many different ways throughout the hospital, throughout um, corporations and all that I didn't even know about. So I think they should 
just put the time and effort into it and work with us young people. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, a lot of information is lost somewhere between high school or even prior to that. And when you actually go ahead and continue or pursue your tertiary education, I, I definitely agree that there is a lack of information on the options that are available, not just in biochem or the sciences, but yeah. in, across the spectrum. All right, what are some of the misconceptions you had about gel major before, before deciding to, to pursue it? Misconceptions. Um, well, I would say, like I said, you know, with my counselor, that's where I got it from. So mm -hmm. they, well, he was the one to tell me, oh, well, if you want to study by, I mean, medicine, then biochem is the way to go. But you're just going based on what is told, right? You know. So to me, it was it was advertised as this the greatest degree, and even if you don't go to medicine, I mean, go into medicine, you're still fine with this degree, and um, you're such a big scientist with this degree, and you know. So I was. And I wasn't actually, I wasn't expecting it to be such a challenging degree as well. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was going to be just regular chemistry. You know, you know, chemistry has its difficulties. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't expecting bio and all to have that much math incorporated as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it was going to be a breeze. It's not as bad as, you know, people make it seem, but it's not as easy as you would assume as well. Um... Um, I guess that's about it. I really don't have too much misconceptions in relation with <laughs> biochem. Mm -hmm. But like I said, to me, I feel like the reason why I actually picked it is because it was advertised to me as though it was the best degree to mm -hmm. pursue. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be okay, you know? That's how I assumed it to be. But it's, and I wasn't expecting it to be that um, detailed as well, especially with the courses in biology. I wasn't expecting all of that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. On that note, if you had to do it over again, would you still choose biochem? And if not... Oh. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no talk. If not... And, and if not, what will it, would your degree still be in STEM or in the sciences? Okay. Um, if I had to do it over again, I would say yes, I would still pick biochem. I don't know if it's because that's all I am used to. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it for three years now. Mm -hmm. So um, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like I said, that's all UP has to offer. So I wasn't given the opportunity to try other majors and say, oh, I want to switch my major because I wasn't given that opportunity to be exposed to the other majors. So I can't say, oh, I know how pre-medicine is and or how a biology and a concentration of whatever they pick over there is. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, I would pick biochem. It's a love-hate relationship, but it's really not horrible. I like it. I love it, actually. Um, I wouldn't change it. I just would do it over in order to get higher grades. <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be it, because now that I know the work and I understand the level it is and, you know, 
just like high school you'd go over and do the work over so you get higher grades so that's the only thing I'll do over for is for better grades but no I would not change my major okay um what challenges since um, the Bahamas and the world of course has um, been impacted or have been impacted with the COVID-19 as you may mention that you're in your third year so you're still in college or still in university how has that impacted yeah. you and your involvement um, in school or you know yeah your involvement and, and lectures involvement in school okay um, you mean like how with us transferring over to online classes and stuff because of the yeah, virus yeah online classes whatever issues or challenges or whatever in any capacity it has affected you um, in what way has it okay. affected you well the COVID-19 has affected me um, mainly emotionally because you know you are aware of what is going on around you and it it takes a toll on you because you're like i say you're seeing how dangerous the virus can be you're seeing how it's affecting persons internationally and nationally because we have national debts unfortunately and you know make a lot of people those families but the main toll it has taken on me is emotionally because no one wants to go through this no one wants to experience that thinking about it, thinking about how you could be a, a victim of it and how, you know, going through it alone, just, it helps you thinking and no one, like I said, wants to go through that. Not only has it affected me emotionally, it has affected me financially because I no longer have a job, just like many others, because I work, like I said, at a hotel. So, you know, finances are not coming in as they used to. Um, but school-wise, it, it's kind of frustrating because I don't know if that's with everybody, but with my lecturers, not to talk down on them, majority of them are not answering. They are not taking it as serious. They're not really implementing the online procedures in order to ensure that we're having a smooth semester, well, the ending of the semester. So it's frustrating trying to keep up with deadlines and trying to message the teachers to ensure that you're on top of your work and that you're getting the work and that you know just any questions you have in relation to studies all of that it, it's frustrating you're already going through an emotional you know phase so having to work hard and push just to get an out of your teachers so that your grades can stay good it's frustrating so the virus is, is, is taking a toll in multiple ways for me personally Okay. And I think that's a lot of people's current situation. I mean, minus the school or whatever, but I can be honest, I've seen um, in several Facebook groups where UB students are and on their pages complaining about the lack of responses that they're getting from their lecturers. And it's quite um, sad to know that, um, you know, a university, that's supposed to at least be the lead in that area, you know, it's not leading the way and all the lectures are not leading in the way forward um, when it comes to continuing uh, um, school continue, continuity or, or, or yeah. business continuity for, for students. Um, yes. So it's, it's quite sad to see that it's happening. 
All right, one more question in reference to this COVID-19 thing and then we're gonna take a break and then okay. <laughs> um, then we're gonna come back to talk more, more, more relaxed topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, um, how do you think um, your major or career or people in the sciences are contributing to the fight against the COVID-19 virus? Okay. Um, a lot of persons who are in the, you know, science field, they're trying to understand the virus itself because like they say, it's a new strain. So many persons are thinking, oh, the virus has been around a long time because we see coronavirus on the Lysol or we see it at other places, but it's a new strain. So they're trying to understand the depth of it and, you know, the virus itself learning. They're also learning um, how it can flourish and, you know, things that, that causes it to multiply and once they understand that I'm sure they are trying to find ways to um, treat it and they're trying to find ways to hurry up control the spread because this is this is really outrageous so I think they're doing their best on trying to research ideas and research the virus itself and find ways to treat it or find a vaccination for it or that's that's their main goal right now I'm sure either vaccine or treatment and the virus trying to understand it. So that is what they're um, sure, that's what they're focusing on right now as we speak probably. Yeah, and so uh, based on my you know, knowledge, I know there are so many different careers in the sciences that um, not just the average um, nurse, doctor, uh, biomedical um, engineer and all that stuff, or the regular yeah. ones that people think about. There are so many different other careers in the sciences that are or careers that people are actually making use use of in the sciences to combat um, this virus and I I applaud them for the their work and efforts and those who are on the front line of of you know this fight that is the nurses the doctors um, and everybody else who still have to treat patients um, outside of that so I definitely commend so we're going to quickly take a break and we'll be back after this. interesting and engaging interview with my first yeah 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 my first <laughs> my first um podcast guest so we've been talking for those of you who missed the first part we just was talking about um her experience as a biochem major um the challenges that you know she faced um with the university that she's attending, challenges she faced in general, and how the COVID-19 virus or pandemic has personally affected her. Um, and um, one more question I have to ask, I didn't think to ask this, but it just came to my mind just now. Um, what solution or what 
would be your recommended solution if you were in the chair if you was at the helm of this thing and you was employed having to find a solution a part of the solutioning team to combat this virus if the government contracted you today and say tyler we need you to come up with a strategy <laughs> to, to come back <laughs> to combat this whole thing yeah. what would you what would you do like what would you suggest okay um well as i tell my mommy well told my mother mm-hmm. um from the beginning i personally would have um ordered an automatic two week shutdown mm-hmm. right at the beginning like as soon as i know this virus was about and you know before our first case or even when we got our first case i would have um ordered a two week shutdown 24 hour lockdown automatic but i've told persons you have you know just like how we shop for hurricane you shop for two weeks because we're going to go on an automatic two week shutdown and from there i would have you know see how the cases go um with that being said i would have also tried to utilize spaces instead of having persons quarantining at home because that will automatically obviously cause um the rise in cases because if i get it then i'm around my mother and my sister so they're going to automatically get it as well so what i would have done is instead of having persons quarantine at home i would have utilized our clinics and used them as shelters for quarantine persons if that wasn't enough i was going to utilize the hospital i don't know if they are but utilize doctor's hospital or blakewood um along with that any auditorium and use you know see if we could have get some extra nurses or so to try manage the stems because persons quarantine at home it's it's not going to be good because whenever the lockdown is uplifted i could have it at home and still say let me go out and go to the shop mm-hmm. so that would have been my solution and then automatically from i know before we had our first case I know I would have already asked for test kits to come automatically before the first case was um recorded I was going to quickly jump on the test kits and find ways to get as much as we can over here to start mass testing. Mm. Those yeah. are some good those are some good points um I know for most countries the even the large countries they struggles with a strategy um to uh cut, like initially to try to contain the virus and so you know this is new to everybody and um not to say this is an excuse because um even though we are a small island nation we still could lead the way um but i i, I kind of give you know them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because of the nature of the situation however i do yeah. make i did came across an article um from um the about the prime minister of new zealand who happens to be a woman um that's what she did in reference to the shutdown she automatically like nobody who was supposed to be coming in the country could have come in and if you were yep. um, um a resident or a citizen of the country you can you ain't supposed to go if you go you stay yep. and yep. so and quarantine not quarantine um self isolation was mandatory um yeah. and i think since this was from february so 
from when it first came, like we became started to become an issue. She did yeah. that, um, and she shut it down. And since then, they only had one death um, yeah. in their country. So you know, I think um, it you know, something's come with a learning curve, mm-hmm. and I think for us. I think what happened is um, we were taking notes from some of the other countries before we moved, but definitely, um, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta make a mistake before you 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 do do better. Yep, rather um, safe. Sorry. Yeah, and another thing is, um, I think too, in this time, it also um, breeds room for invention and creation of different. Um, means of, of careers and, and, and different um, opportunities for younger people and older people in reference to um, being creative and thinking outside of the box and being aware of the different um, opportunities in a time of, of, of struggle and all that stuff. Anyhow, yeah, yeah I don't want to run on about that. So we're going to go on a little bit of a lighter note. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be, or what would it say, and why? <laughs> <laughs> this is really <laughs> a thoughtful question. This is a good question. Um, wow. Um, I think I, I would promote. Wow. Okay. Um, a billboard. I think I would promote either something in relation to, I know for sure it would be in relation to children, but it would either be, um, um, it would either be domestic abuse, mm-hmm. awareness for that, mm-hmm. or it would be more so raising awareness with um i would say foster children mm-hmm. because especially in the bahamas i feel as though it's not being taken as seriously and they could use more mentorship so anything to bring awareness to that and to provoke action out of the unions to give more um time and effort and care to those children Mm-hmm. That's something I would bring awareness to on the billboard. Okay, good. I didn't expect that. I thought you was going to say something like, oh, book Tyler now for your grade. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Oh, no. That's what I thought you was going to say. Make some points. All right. <laughs> what makes you feel inspired or like, your best self like what inspires you um okay honestly um in high school and the beginning of college mm-hmm. i mean it's not a good inspiration but mm-hmm. i noticed that when i i would still get good grades with just the bare minimum mm-hmm. so i noticed that Sometimes I would say to myself, okay, if this is what you're getting without putting your real effort, imagine how much you can accomplish or how great you can be with, you know, putting your 100%. So 
I use that sometimes as inspiration to get out of the lazy spirits and and procrastination. <laughs> also, um, just seeing great women around, how much they're accomplishing, you know. I use them as inspiration to say that that can be me one day and it will be me one day and anything is possible and anything is achievable by anybody because you have persons with the wildest wildest life experiences and they come out on top so you know that's inspiration to me to never give up and to keep pushing and lastly I noticed how fast these three years about to be four years next year ago mm-hmm. went by so if I could do it like this and not feel it, then why not go on X4, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, if scientists was to fail us, uh, fail to save us, right? Mm-hmm. And all that is left is a book about you and your life. What would the title say? Because that is a really good question, and my title would be very basic. <laughs> what would it be? It would probably read in the life of Tyler. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Um, um, my title would not be. You know, I I can't think of it that right now, honestly. I can't imagine if scientists failed us, mm-hmm. even though we're supposed to be relying on God, but in the world we lived in now, yeah. if science failed us, mm-hmm. my book, mm-hmm. I think I'll just be another scientist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No okay. problem. No Charles. problem. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could have din- dinner with three people, right? Dead or dead or alive, who would it be? Um, this family or like celebrity? Anybody, you know? anybody who you want. Um. Okay. Well, I always have dinner with family, so I would not include them. Mm-hmm. Um. For one, I would have dinner with I've, I think his name was something Bozo so whatever the Amazon owner yeah he's a trillionaire he's a trillionaire right now he just made a trillion dollars yep exactly so I would have a dinner with him mm-hmm. I would have dinner with um, a female doctor I don't have a name in, in mind right now mm-hmm. no one in particular but a female doctor and I would have dinner with um, Michelle Obama. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, one last question before I um, wrap up. Um, what would your last meal be? That's kind of like, that's kind of like scary thinking mood, right? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose, <laughs> if you could choose what you had before you this planet earth yes what would you eat um well 
I would love to try and incorporate everything in there. But I for sure, I am definitely having me some good old homemade spaghetti with ground beef, not meatballs, with the ground beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely getting me a seafood boil mm-hmm. on the side. Um, you know, I want something that incorporates it all. I want the crab legs. I want the shrimp. I want the little the little crawfish, the lobster. I want the egg, the sausage. I want everything in that corn, you, want you know. Mukbang. What did they name? Mukbang. I want I want a mukbang. Yes, I want <laughs> I want a, I want everything in that. Um, and then I will help me on the side some sweet fruit platter, you know, something with um, cantaloupe and watermelon and mango and grapes, you know, all the fruits. So I think that'll be it. That that's all I need. All right. Um, last question before we leave. Is okay. there anything that you would want to say to not just girls in STEM or somebody who's interested, male or female, in pursuing a, a degree in the sciences? What advice would you give them? Okay. Um, mainly because I struggle with it, as I said earlier in the- interview it's okay to not know what you're gonna do it's okay to be lost it's okay to be confused it's okay to not have an end goal but just make sure you have a main goal your main goal would be getting a degree and that's not just a bachelor's degree i suggest you don't settle with a bachelor's degree unless it's something in the technical field like a lab technician or something but Go for the um, go for the the top. You know, go for your doctorates. After you finish your doctorates, you have time to say or oh, find something that you want to specialize in. So it's okay if you don't know what you want to do. You know, life has plenty of time on it. I wouldn't say we don't we don't know the time, but we. I mean, we don't know the time, but don't think like you don't know. There is no time limit. Everyone has their own race. Don't compare yourself. Yes, yeah, some persons might know what they want to do, but. It, it's okay if you don't know what you want to do. Just know that you're going to do it. Okay? Take it one step at a time. Take it one day at a time. And just focus on the end goal, which is getting that doctorate's degree. Once you get that, then you can go from there. All right. Yeah. I feel inspired. <laughs> get it, girl. Anyway, guys, this is the end of this interview. And I think I would like to thank my first guest. Um, for making an appearance. Yes, this yes. is a special occasion. She had to get her edges done. <laughs> all that fancy stuff. Yes. So I would like to thank her for her time and willingness and openness on these topics. So guys, thank you for tuning in. If you um, like this podcast series, Please feel free to send me a message letting me know what you liked about it. Um, if there is somebody you would like me to interview or that somebody is you, um, feel free to shoot me a message. Anyway, guys, until next time, have a safe, safe one and stay inside. All right? <laughs> so see y'all later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hold on. Let me stop recording. Ciencia